So you're saying right. Swiss cake, Swiss cake cinnamon? What were you saying? Swiss, Swiss cake, cake roll, roll cereal. cereal by uh, Little Debbie's. Okay, I don't know if you guys have. I don't know if you have a thing that's like a little weird special treat that you get excited about eating, like you discovered. Uh, Lisa told me about Swiss cake roll cereal, and I was like, "This is going to be terrible." I had it, and I'm like, "It's not only amazing tasting. Something happens to the cereal when the milk hits it. It it doesn't get gooey. Like, I mean, eventually it would get gooey, but it softens just enough where it still has a crunch. I'm like, this. There's some sort of magic chemical in this cereal because then when you're biting into it, it's still like I, uh, I don't even know. It's I milky and crunchy. I can't place this. A Swiss cake roll. Mm-hmm. Which one is that? Which, Little Debbie. Which pastry? It's Little, Little Debbie. Debbie. It's, a, it's like a ho-ho. It's, a, it's, a, yeah, it's like a ho-ho. The, the black cylinder with the yes. white spiral. Yes. The okay. one that was like a dollar when we were kids. Is, the, whole the, is it like no. that sliced up? With the white spiral? No. no. It has oh, the sorry. cake. It's the cake. And then the cream and the cake is then, it's like a thin layer of cake and then they roll it up. He's got it. He, you guys are both right. He's, yeah. He's got it. So the spiral of. Yeah. In the side of it. He's. he's oh, I thought you were yeah, yeah. talking about like a, what is that? A ding dong? No, a ho-ho? I honestly. I said I it was like a ho-ho. ho-ho, is, ho-ho like is Swiss cake rolls are the same. Yeah. The ding same. dong is a hockey puck. Ah. Uh, okay. So you're right. It's so sliced that like that. And that's the. But there's no white in it. So I already thought, I was already bummed when I saw there's no cream. I'm oh, like, okay. it's just a chocolate disc. But then you eat it, and I'm like, I, first of all, really? let's just go with this. It doesn't taste like a Swiss cake roll. No. But it's delicious. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's its own thing. It's like, and I don't know about you, I could eat a box of cereal, no problem. Like I'm weirded box. out that they, would, that they would make it and then market it as. Swiss cake roll cereal, but not have the white swirl. I, I would have thought you even just throw some marshmallows in there. You know, some yeah, oh, yeah, good, good, good. Something some, cheap and something easy. In there. Yeah, yeah. I'm shocked. I, okay, so I've I been, will absolutely go eat. I'll go get it. I've been eating that, and it, yeah, I don't know if you guys feel this way. Is it me or when we were kids? Did it feel like there was more cereal in the cereal box, and there were more chips in yeah, the bag of chips? Always, 100%. always. It feels like I open yeah. up a bag of chips and like, who ate yeah. this? And the cereal is the same way. I feel like I can eat four bowls of Swiss cake roll cereal and I've eaten the whole box. But but uh, uh, on the opposite end, though, is uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch doesn't feel that way. Like, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, there's a lot of cereal in Cinnamon Toast Crunch. There's a lot of knives in, in uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I just had a friend of mine go to Italy and come back. I was just talking to him this morning, and he's like, hey, you know the, like, inflation thing and they're like yeah inflation's all over the world it's terrible everywhere and he goes <laughs> it's no it's not he goes dude he's he traveled he's been traveling a ton and he was like dude it's dirt cheap he said we would eat lunch and it was like seven dollars he's like wow. we'd spend 20 bucks for the two of us to eat full meals is it nate uh no uh lance oh yeah fine. and he was just like it's ridiculous i'm like god that he and so then we come back and i'm like dude we just spent i, I want to say we just spent sixty dollars to eat, we split it with somebody. So I was like, Does that, are you telling me the bill was a, well over $100 for yeah. four of us? It's crazy. Dude, that's craziness. It's been kind of like, so what Lisa just said to me. Uh, I want a divorce. Well, no, that, she didn't just say that to me. Oh, that's been going that's on for a while. repetitive yeah. conversation. <laughs> sure, you're visiting that. Uh, she got... Uh, Oh the Sunday from McDonald's. Keep going. Every yeah, time keep you going. pause, yeah, it's coming. No, th- these are all still active. Yeah. First of all, you haven't. I'm waiting for you to be wrong. Exactly. Uh, she had a Sunday at McDonald's. Guess how much that cost? The the this, the standard Sunday with the four dollars. It was over four dollars. It was four something. And for the the fake ice cream oh, little with the plastic and, and, with, and without yeah. and without and they didn't have any nuts. When I thought there. they were all a buck. No, over four dollars for that. And she uh, she. 
it has this little pint of some sort of spumoni, whatever type of a thing, a gelato that she gets at the grocery store. That's less than the than the single serving. Oh of yeah, a, but it's a small one. And she goes, you know what's sad? She goes, I really like the Sunday better. <laughs> Well, like that, she's like, like, I really, I'm yeah. like, why didn't, why do you want this so badly now that it's almost five bucks? When it was a dollar, didn't care. Yeah, that's weird. But now it's almost five. She's like, oh, I really want one of those. I think finding those little, those little things. Uh, so he, he know, no, uh, Hayashi, Hayashi. Mm-hmm. the ramen place. No, oh, I thought you were talking about Kobayashi. The, no. Kobayashi Maru. Yeah, mm-hmm. They, th- that, Success. that is something they, they are expensive for soup. We're talking about it's water. Oh, there's a lot noodle water. A lot dollars for a boiled egg. Like super expensive. It is one of the few things that I'm like, sure. Like I'm okay with spending that it, because it. Their ramen is so good. One of the you, few things you and everyone in Clovis, because Steph and I tried to go there on Wednesday and the line was out the door. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like so, I said, order online. So I went there That's Sunday. Great. Why didn't you tell me that before Wednesday, John? And it was expensive. It's common sense, though, huh? but well, fair point. I did buy. Two meals. Uh, okay. So, just because I couldn't tell if I wanted yakisoba or ramen, this, so it, I just ordered. Was this the shot. meeting you were telling me about while you were late? Yeah, no, the interview. <laughs> you always got to do extra noodles, too. Uh, extra noodles. So, so good. I told Lisa, I go, I go, oh, yeah, he was still there. And she was like, what? I said he had a meeting or something. I said he was lying. He went to lunch or something. Yeah, I just went to lunch. <laughs> the problem is I brought it back to eat here, but then it was so fast that I was like, I'm still eating. Anyway, so I walk in. There's a, a family in front of me, uh, husband and wife, son on crutches, and another son. Yeah, another son that was special needs. And so they're up there. They're looking at the menu, and, they're, and they all turn around to look at me. And I was like, oh, they're all just looking at me. And the guy goes, oh, you can go in front of us. Uh, there was nobody at the register to take an order. And he goes, you can go in front of us. And I go, dude, it's totally fine. Take your time. I'm not in a rush, which is no. funny because I literally was in a rush. But I thought, no. who freaking cares? Yeah. I'm not going to care. Right, yeah. Person finally gets there. They order. It takes them a while to order, which every time I go to a place with my whole family, it yeah. takes us a while to order. Sure. He turns around. He goes, hey, man, thanks so much for your patience. Like, that was really, like, made a big deal to say yeah. it. And I was like, dude, there's something about this guy. So he goes and sits down. I don't know. It was just one of those little moments. Uh, he sits down. I uh, go sit down. Then I walk back up. And I go, hey, can I grab a cup of water while I wait? And they said, sure. So they grab it to me. I walk over to the the soda machine and he's standing at the soda machine trying to figure out what soda to get and i go once again i'm waiting for you and he spins around kind of shocked and we start laughing and then his son came up and he was like no no no, wait for wait for this guy he's been waiting and i go no no no, let your son like you guys are together get get his drink he was like dude kind of blown away that i was being kind to him so we kind of hit it like it was weird we hit it off he has a cross on his neck the dude great christian family like great people Literally, I'm like, dude, do you want to hang out sometime? Like, we had a great connection. <laughs> Have you guys ever had the random stranger connection? Like, it's a total stranger. Totally. Something about them. Yeah. There's like a spirit about them. Sure, I actually, yeah. so I that's left. All, all my one night stands started. <laughs> nice. That's, that's I got my food and I left and I came back inside to talk to him again because I was like, I just got to know more about this yeah. guy. Like, it was super weird. I can't wait. Have you to, ever had that? I want to hear his version of this. Like, this guy won't leave me alone. Oh, dude. When he 
left, we were like, finally, he came back in. <laughs> he That's how he saw that story. In. I had to give him a no. fake phone number. He's terrified because I was, again, he was, a, he was a svelte man. And so I'm sure he was just like, dude, I promise you I don't want anything. Please don't hurt my family. <laughs> hey, I wanted to come back That's in and say again, just a reminder, making people wait isn't a good idea. Yeah. No, it was super awkward. It's like, hey, I like you. You watch yourself. He's like, oh, God, why? <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Recently when I was helping uh, fix a car, it was a multiple visits, visits to advanced auto parts. Mm. And by the second time, I, I went three times. And the second time, the guy was like, oh, first you're of back. All, first of all, you're a terrible mechanic. Well, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I had none of my tools. So I'm like, oh, I need this one. And <laughs> he's buying he's buying screws one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> if, you need, if you need screws, you're doing something wrong. Um, <laughs> you're a bad mechanic. I'm the wrong person so, to talk you about. You don't use drywall screws <laughs> in the car? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he's like, oh, you're back. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, hey, man, just, you know. Just take that. If you can bring the core back, just take that part. And I'm like, oh, oh that's awesome. Great. And yeah. so it, it was nice. And so we just kind of chatted. By the third time, we're just chatting about, like, I don't know, the, the game in the weekend yeah. or something like that. So it was cool. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I thrive on those. I love the stranger that's the, encounters. But that's the extrovert yeah, in me, for sure. For sure. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I have no problem with talking with anyone. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy it. Floyd? Uh. Yeah, I mean, it happens periodically, actually. When you're not yelling at them? <laughs> when I'm, <laughs> Dang it! I was taking a drag on the cigar! I was trying to get to the mic. That's, no. ah! That's the problem, man. I couldn't I, get to it fast I'm enough. so angry. Uh, yeah, it, happens, it actually, it happens... Um, in, you know, thanks for taking a break from yelling at me. In the unusual circumstances, name? too, is when it's... when it's. I think it, I think the ones that catch me off guard are are the most, like, surprising. Like you find you run into people and like you don't really have anything in common, but yet there's some kind of connection. And the only, the only <laughs> Brian changed camera because he's wiping tears away. I, I just so hard. I got this vision of Floyd just berating people, and the minute he stops, 100%. they're like, "Hey, man, you're kind of cool." It's like, <laughs> it's like no. you know what? Thanks for taking a breath. <laughs> and Floyd's just like, "I was just drinking, drinking some coffee. This uh, isn't over. I'm not done yet. Like, I just oh needed, to, I just needed to wet my throat." Oh, uh, that was so fun. You know, like it's, it is that kindredness. There's a, a kindredness, whether it be a, a spiritual thing or just uh, a camaraderie thing. Um, it, but it, it, I find it, like, there are people that you make connections with that it has to be something almost spiritual because there's no other commonalities. Yeah. And those are the ones that are the most fun. Yeah, yeah. that's it's funny because that's what this dude was. Like, it was a neat... There's no reason to like this guy. But I don't understand. Cool. What's the... Yeah. Uh, it's the Jesus and John yeah. in the mother's wombs. Like, the, right. they kind of, like, respond... Yeah. Like, there is something about the Holy Spirit in people, and you don't get it all the time. Yeah. But the fact that that's real is mind-boggling yeah. to me. I that's was, crazy. I was uh, so filling in on the radio. This was just two weeks ago, and the guy we're interviewing—I don't know who he is. It's something about solar, and she's like, "Sorry, we have to do this kind of solar thing." And I'm like, "Okay." She's like one of my sponsors, and so I'm like, "All right, that's fine." I like this guy so much. Like, and we're just talking through it. And afterwards, I go, "Hey, man, do you like cigars?" He's like, yeah. he's like, yeah, I'm like, here, take my number. Let's grab a cigar sometime. Love it. And I was like, and I'm just telling you, I don't know why. Yeah. Like, there's just something really, yeah. he literally just talked about the value of solar. There was nothing he said that'd be like, man, yeah. this guy, they just, his vibe was so cool. Not weird. Just like, I'm like, I'm like, he's not the owner of the company. He's just yeah. the guy they send in to talk about solar. And they're like, but man, he was just a cool dude. So funny. I always trip out too, because the opposite is true. Hmm. Where you meet someone and you're like, I can't stand you. Hmm. 
I When's the last time yeah. that happened? I this like this podcast this right now right yeah. now this right here yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I'm actually trying to think of somebody that's of that right a, now. a vibe getting a getting a big it's but that's not as common vibe from this area <laughs> yeah getting a big sounds like a you problem <laughs> uh, I think the last time. Well, and that's not even a vibe. <laughs> they were being a jerk. I'm trying to think, like, it wasn't even a vibe. It was more like, no, I'm just recognizing your behavior. I'm not like, you're giving me a vibe. You mean, like, the fact that I'm being an idiot? <laughs> no, I, I can think of a, I can think you know, of funny. You a vibe. A like, vibe that we've it. actually talked about. There's no way I'm saying names right yeah, now, though. Right. <laughs> What's funny is, like, uh, you said there's a kindred spirit podcast. or a common oh. situation, right? So a common situation, if you're... You're all waiting in line for a long time, right? And it's long enough for you to see, like, boy, this is taking right. a while, you know, yeah. something like that. And then you, that's kind of that. That's understandable. <laughs> it's like a 1920s well, what's a <laughs> conversation headline. <laughs> but nah, she is yeah. taking too long. My cigarette's already out. But it's there. there's a moment where someone, you know, one person is going to lose their patience to oh, the point. Oh, yeah. But then you're like, that jerk said you, something. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I thought about that. Uh, I was at the theaters for that wonderful movie, mm-hmm. and then I, I went back to get a refill of popcorn. Of course, there's everyone a line for every register, but there's like only three employees to work yeah. registers. Oh, yeah. So I'm, we're inching up, and the lady behind me actually was like, um, she like whispered to her daughter, she's like, they should have a separate line for people getting refills on popcorn. And I thought that was actually a sweet thing because I'm Wait, like, they do have at a separate Sierra Vista, line. they do. Uh, no, I was at no, we're at Manchester. Oh, oh and, well, uh, you, well, there's a separate line to get stabbed. A, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to get stabbed? It's with assault. <laughs> which assault you're most okay with? That's right. the line you get it. And so, but then there's this one guy who just he just kind of storms to the front of the line of one of the registers and goes, "Hey guys, like we're, we've been waiting here a long time. At the, there's a line here. Amazing. And I, I turn. Amazing. And what's funny is all of us. You could see us getting frustrated. Yeah. Probably ten minutes of us just sitting standing there. But none of us are going to say anything. Like, we're going to get it soon. Yeah. We're at the theaters. Right. It's only it's when there's like three people not working. Food stamps. There's like a necessity of life. And so I'm like, I'm getting a refill. Yeah. I'm not going to complain. And I'm like, man, that guy really, he really gave it to them. That I was like a it. lot. What, like what is going on with your phrasing? He really, he really, he really, he really gave it to him, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I'm filtering for yeah, the podcast. Apparently. Good yeah. times. All right. Well, well that that was uh, good. Swiss cake rolls. Swiss yep. cake rolls. Yep. So, uh, I mean, you eventually what's the next to... part of uh, nope. people. <laughs> how does this so kind of move along? Be, uh, uh, what they're watching. Uh, that guy. Uh, hey, do me a favor, Josh. Really hey, give it to speaking him. Speaking of uh, cereal, <laughs> welcome to You Won't Hate It. We're talking about life through the lens of pastors at the length of cigars. I'm Josh. I'm Ryan. Uh, I'm... Void. I, <laughs> I, I felt like we went Wait. out of order, but we didn't. That I, I, I want to know what happened. I, What's going on? I, was, I don't understand. I thought I was interrupting Josh. Oh. Yeah. But he started. I don't know. Yeah. Do it again. Edit that I'm, out. I'm, yeah. I'm Joe. doing a great Nobody job. Nobody cares who you are. Nobody, we're all just no, focused no, on this no, now. Did you forget? <laughs> I forgot who I was. Identity crisis. Speaking of cereal, apocalyptic fears for end of the world sparks perfect hotbed for global rise and exorcisms. Okay, I was intrigued by this. Who read the article? I've been reading a little bit. I didn't even read the title. I read it last week. You did? Yeah. Um, Go ahead, Josh. Give us a little bit. So basically the exclusive is saying the the number of performed exorcisms is on the rise, endangering individual safety over apocalyptic fears. Uh, So who is this? Is this the Catholic Church as my guess? Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's the guy they're the guy they're talking to is a Catholic priest, but it isn't just Catholic churches. It's just the idea of 
apostolic churches, anybody who does any kind of deliverance ministries. Mm-hmm. And so I, all I'm saying is I'm wondering who, I don't know anybody else that records there, whereas the Catholic church has a system that they go yeah. through and there's a recording process. There's literally paperwork. I think anything more liturgical. Right. Uh, Pentecostal churches. And yeah, they, yeah. They keep, they keep track of stuff like that. I've yeah. never, that's funny. I, so they do. I've never known another organization. Yeah, we, that's say, do you keep that. track in your deliverance ministry? No, and we don't heard? really do exorcisms no of people no. and stuff like that. I know that sounds funny. It's not like it, not, not saying that can't happen. I think the problem with the idea of exercising people, first of all, let me just back up. Anytime people are doing exercises of people, well, they're physically touching the people. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Like if it's, if it's a spiritual uh, thing happening, when you're trying to grab people and hold them down, that's where all of it's happening. They're like, well, oh, hold this yeah, person yeah. down. So you're restraining so like, them. And, yeah. yeah, anytime, if you're really believing something supernatural is happening, you don't need to have a physical response. It's illogical. I mean, you, see, you don't see Jesus doing that. You don't see any right. of that stuff happening. So Jesus said, go. Right. And they went. Well, uh, yeah, right. So anyway, so a lot of it has to do with the idea of they're recording it. They have these specific... Um, processes but even the catholic church i don't believe they physically hold people down and so people i've never heard of them ever holding somebody it's all the it's smaller all it's all well it's all the smaller groups so when you hear about people dying from an exorcism so it's funny that you say this because i hadn't i hadn't noticed it until right now is that so i watch a ton of the youtube christian <clears throat> excuse me apologists and all those different guys, there's been a huge resurgence lately of deliverance type ministries. And half of them are, they just go on the street and they just, um, and they just, uh, they pray over people. They show manifestations and the deliverances and that kind of stuff. And then the other half of the stuff that I watch is them saying that that was BS. And so it's like, there's this huge fight right now. And so, I really appreciated this one interview I heard that was an hour and a half, two hours long, uh, of a guy who was uh, delivered himself and has become this awesome kind of younger pastor guy who's just super into deliverance ministry because it's what freed him. Hmm. And they were just talking about it. It was a good conversation because the one guy was like, I believe this is possible. I don't know if everything you're saying is true. And the other guy was like, awesome, man. Like, that doesn't really upset me because I don't, I'm not trying to prove anything to anyone. So they ended up having a good conversation. I really appreciated it. But it it has, it made me think a lot because it's actually been a while since we've done any serious deliverance ministries. At least I I haven't done something in actually probably a year. No, it's been been since we did a couple once, walked to some homes, but it's been been a minute. And even that was on the low end. It didn't really anything happen. Yeah, nothing happened. I I just started thinking about the manifestation part. And I was, I was, again, it hadn't happened in so long. I thought about what is the validity it's interesting that other people are seeing it more yeah. and what role do we play in it as Christians and how should a normal, uh, just a, a Christian respond yeah, why don't to this we start to Why don't we start yeah. with exorcism in general? Because if you were listening to this first part, I'm already thinking like I'm, I'm falling all over myself because I'm like, well, first of all, we haven't really established what are we talking about. Good. Because, so let's articulate yeah, so it let's very let's start clearly. with that. Uh, what do you guys think about exorcisms? Any thoughts about that? Ever been a part of something like that? Ever seen anything like that? Uh, go. You want to start? Go ahead. We'll start. Well, you have more experience in ministry. Yeah. Uh, yeah so we've, we've been around, uh, in the church that we grew up in, we've seen a lot of, a lot of this. Um, and it always, it always troubled me, um, to be honest. And I, I, I was a part of it. Um, and, and even still troubled me because like I them come being delivered. 
Yeah, I hate it when people are delivered <laughs> uh, because I I refer back to the it, it was the the you know the the man comes to Jesus and Legion Legion comes to Jesus right and mm-hmm. and he said you know they said to him um, send us into the pigs right right and he said go that was it mm-hmm. that that's that's when you're talking about demon possession I I believe it happens I I we have biblical evidence that it happens right. Um, but part I, of, big, big part of Jesus' ministry, like he'd go, yeah. they, they talked about not people just got healed, but people were delivered, delivered. from evil spirits. Yeah, so let, let's part. start here. I don't mean to cut you off. Sure. I want to start even from a more of a ground level just to, to lay a foundation for what we're talking about. Because this is, I would say this is very weird for people. A hundred percent. So I want to start almost with. impossible to validate whether or not it's true. Oh, gosh. That's, that's whenever people use it as evidence for... For God, I'm like, I'm like every exorcism I've ever seen looks like a bunch of nonsense. And by the way, and we do stuff like this. So, and, yeah. and, and it here's looks my like problem: nonsense. is you have to start from a place of, okay, are demons and angels real? And right. it's like, okay, is there a God? Are there demons? Yeah, yeah. So we're right. saying yes to the spiritual side of the world, which already puts us in, uh, you know, which is interesting to me still. But that's the vast majority of the world still does believe there's a spiritual component to life. Sure. Um, we then say, okay, yeah, but there are genuine, real manifestations, and manifest, manifest that term simply means to to bring to the, something hidden, to make bring present. to light, to right? Make, make present, present mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so that concept is so we believe that's possible for the spiritual realm to actually manifest itself, to make itself present into the physical realm. Now we're left with. A ton of goofy anecdotal concepts that I saw this guy. I literally heard a Catholic priest who's one of the biggest, uh, has one of the biggest deliverance ministries in the world with the Catholic Church. Right. Talk about people climbing up walls backwards, like scaling walls, like yeah. like movie stuff. And I'm like, man, you saying that, being a guy who validates this whole thing, now sounds crazy to me. Right. But I think it's. Do you think it's do you think it's possible to do stuff that's outside of the physical realm like that, like movie sure. type stuff? And the other part I'm gonna throw in there to muddy the water is why? Why do demons do this? That yeah. is the that is the why does the devil care? And by the way, most people don't ask that question, but it's worth asking. I don't even have a great answer. Uh, I mean, we have answers when we talk about it, but those are things where you're saying like, why? Like, yeah. what is the point of it? Right. So it, the, the analogy that I'm going to use is kind of a stretch, but we know that, that spiritual things can, can be revealed in a physical world because Jesus walked on water, right? right. Sure. And then he called, he called Peter out of the boat to come walk on the water with him. And then the Bible tells us that Peter got distracted by the wind and the waves and fear arose in him. He began, the fear became, began to be larger than his faith and he began to sink. Right. Okay. So I get this idea of him slowly sinking. So let's see this plane lands. So so yes, (laughs) I do believe that spiritual things can manifest into the physical. And I, I believe that the, so you're saying that because of, because of the, Biblical narrative of miracles, 
you believe that the spiritual can affect the physical. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. 100%. And you're saying there's two sides of one coin. So if you're saying right. it's happening on the positive, you believe sure. it can happen Absolutely. on the negative. Sure. And, the negative. Yeah. and I think that the, that the reason why, and I, I do believe that the, the, the devil can give somebody the ability to scale backwards up a wall for the same reason that the wave hit Peter in the face, to bring fear larger than your faith. Because if I can get you as the guy, you know, being the conduit for the deliverance yeah, I'm intrigued. to be in fear, then I can, that's fighting against your faith. So and yours, I can win. yours would be, they're, they're doing it because of, to cause fear. To cause fear. Then Which, why isn't it happening all the time? I don't know. Well, I, here's the deal. That's a great question. I feel like if the devil wanted to scare us, uh, maybe not Christians. But if the devil wanted to scare the world, it'd be pretty easy. Well, but does he need to? Does he need to scare the world? Well, you, you're actually well, you're asking a greater point, yeah, which is so what is the mission of the devil? Right. That's where when you start looking at demons, you start to say, well, they're not acting on their own accord. You know what I mean? Like they have a master. And so you start to say, what is the mission of the devil? So if you had to summarize what's the devil's Ooh, mission, what would you say? Steal, kill, and so, destroy. It's pretty. Well, yeah. that's, 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 no, that's, yeah. that's really good answer. That's it. That's the that's biblical John answer. That's John 10.10. Yep. Yeah. The, 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 the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm -hmm. So it might not be more motive than just what Jesus actually says. He's to steal, kill, and destroy. That's. That was really well done. Well, it didn't come to my mind immediately. Us. Yeah. But it's a great, you could unpack that because those are Jesus' exact words. Yep. And if you're trying to figure out what demons are doing, you're saying, well, it's probably somewhere under the umbrella yeah. of steal, steal, kill. Steal your joy. Kill your steal hope. Steal your hope. Steal your faith. Yeah, I mean, just exactly. go kill or destroy anything in your life. Yeah. So that's a really good answer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we have some, we have, we have at least minimum that. Right. So that's what demons are doing. So All right. now let's get, let's keep going. Uh, I think we're going to be, and here's the deal. If you, I, I, I don't hope you disagree, but I, you should disagree with some of this because a lot of this is coming from anecdotal stuff from our own side. Well, of at it. least have thoughts about it. Yeah. And I would actually like to hear what you guys think. If you're like, dude, there's no way that a demon could make somebody break the laws of physics. Especially Fiddix. Um, Fiddix either. Fiddix, no, Fiddix is easier to break. Oh. Very easy. Um, it's like a Twix. It's, it's an operating <laughs> system. Uh, yeah, sounds like to me. it does. It's Linux. Mm -hmm. uh, so, cause, I, cause I'm intrigued by that also. I'm yeah. like, what's the deal with airplane peanuts? What's the deal with that? Like that you can do it, but it's very, it's very deal. rare. Maybe it happens a lot more in places that, that people aren't aware of. Are there Maybe bigger targets? It. Are there people right. specific? Is it all happening because... You know, all this goes into movie lore. But a lot of movie supernatural lore literally does come from the Bible. Like Very much this, so. They, they read it in there, and then it kind of twists <laughs> yeah. up. And then it gets weird. Yeah, it gets weird. Yeah. But, you know, Jesus ascends, Superman flies. Yeah, There's right. no way to exactly. avoid that those are kind of somehow right. related. Uh, but so then is there the idea that there are people who are, like the Jedi, stronger-minded people right. can't be influenced. They're, like yeah, weaker-minded people can be influenced. They're born more in tune to the Force. And right. literally, you... You get that feeling when you run in some of these, I, I use these terms, don't get offended, but in, in charismatic circles, mm -hmm. you get that vibe like, oh, well, he was like, literally, he prophesied when he was six years old. There's kids who do, like, his metachlorine count sure. was and, very high. And then yes. they start to, they just continue down that path. Mm -hmm. And so then they become prophets and a prophetess. And you, you kind of go like, I, it starts to feel 
goofy to me. It genuinely well, does. Are, we have not a, a lot of physical evidence. That's the problem. Well, and we we have issue with that kind of stuff anyway because we all believe in the gifts of the spirit. We all believe in God, you know that. But but yes. why do you have to talk about it in words? That no one understands except your small circle. That's good. I think this is something that we, that I like, that I actually love about our church is we will, I believe in pretty much everything because I think the God of the universe could do literally anything and everything you could dream of. But I also think he's a God of order. Right. And so I don't think he gets crazy and let, and we're the ones who make things sporadic and erratic. And whereas I'm like, when I read scripture, it's pretty orderly, and I don't see it as I. And again, I grew up in a in a fairly charismatic Pentecostal environment where they, it was more, it felt more like mantras, like mm-hmm. man made. This is how we pray, and we start. To, there's a cadence to how they yeah, prayed, yeah. and they start to get built up, and then it starts like, and it's like we got. The, and I'm like, that was a what Sunday. Is it was. happening? Good job. Yeah. yeah, and I just it, that's where I go. One, I don't see evidence in that. It, maybe that's what they were doing. I don't know. But then I think, no, the picture I get is like, hey, my my daughter is sick, and Jesus goes, oh, you're a general in the army. You understand how this works. You have you have people to command. I don't even need to go. I can just and it feels more relaxed and downplayed than we make it. The spiritual realm is so confusing and out there for most of us mm-hmm. that we think in order to talk about it, we got to get crazy with it. And I go, no, it's very normal. Well, I can't, well, I can't yeah. help but think about Paul's words, right? He said, I became all things to all people so that by some means I might win a few. And then I think about like what you said with Jairus's daughter, you're a man under your, or the centurion's mm-hmm. daughter, you're a man under, uh, command and gives command so you understand and then I think about the woman who touched the hem of his garment. Jesus did whatever he did in each situation to be what that person needed. And I feel like God can do the same way You're for right, somebody though, but that's there are super some, emotional. There are some weird stories because the hem of the garment sure. was a little bit weird. Well, here's weird. the thing yeah, with, so. the, the, with the exorcisms. I think a lot of times we've made these about like these are convincing elements that God exists. You know who's convinced? Anybody who feels like they've been delivered and the people in their life who recognize it. So literally Legion, the people in his life, they're like, oh, no, I don't care what you say. Like, we know this guy. Anybody healed. So I think it's I think what we've done is like, let's film it. Let's show it. Let's talk about it. And I'm like, the reality is what you probably should be doing is go through every counseling therapist, psychologist, psychiatrist first. Is there anything there? If not, and then when that person gets delivered, that's really a community story, not a TV story. I don't think it's compelling on TV. I think if we knew someone who was possessed and all of us knew it, and then all of a sudden they're delivered and their life is completely different, that's a community story. So you think you should, uh, I've, I've been wondering this. You think you should exhaust all the earthly physical resources first before seeking spiritual help? Unless you could see somebody breaking the laws of physics, the distinction between uh, somebody who's schizophrenic and demon possession would be just almost impossible. Other than the Holy Spirit telling you. Like the Holy Spirit telling you. I think some of the things that they would be going through, and I mean, this not minusing the supernatural work of the Holy Spirit in you where you're identifying that, even in that place, I would say... 
you know, yeah. we've all told stories, but I, I mean, I've had somebody come to me like they're convinced that yeah. they are, their demons are in their home. They've lost their job. Well, how would a schizophrenic not feel that way? Right. Sure. Right. And, and, but how, ah, gosh. But I, on the other side of that, are there going to be times where somebody in mental health diagnoses somebody that's demon possessed as schizophrenic because that's the only thing that they can draw a line to. Sure. I actually have always wondered. So I did homeless ministry for years where I literally lived on the streets. I, at the time, I bet you I would have said, cause I was a punk, but I probably would have said I'm an expert in these things. Right. I even then knew full well, I can't figure out if there's a line and if there is where the line is between a legit mental health disorder and spiritual possession. Mm-hmm. I can't, I still don't. Are, are they connected? Is one causing right. the other? That's what I've always said. Does, right. does they obviously do affect each other? Yeah, sure. And does one make you more of a, not say target, yeah. but more, more susceptible. susceptible. I, yeah, yeah. I, I've asked that forever too. I just right. don't, I don't know how it works because then I get worried mm-hmm. that we are. And again, I, this is all, there's a lot of caveats are, please don't take these things out of context because we're talking through them. And please don't try to apply them. Oh, yeah. Do not. Yeah, your yeah, pastor. yeah, yeah. I'm worried because sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, we are medicating a spiritual ailment right. Right. or vice versa. Right. We're laying on hands and dousing oil on somebody who just freaking needs to right. take medication. Who has a chemical imbalance in their system. Yeah, and then we ruin them from the church. So I'm like, we overstep all the time. Part of the dynamic that you and I had agreed upon, like just before we did it separately, is I walked into every situation yeah, saying say nothing. Too, yeah. There's no demons here. Yeah, right. I need I to be convinced. When, when we first started talking about people being possessed, I was like, I I don't think I've ever met someone where I think they're possessed. It takes forever for me forever. to go. Ever, I think there's. Something I'm here. with the guy before yeah, yeah. I realized someone was going on. Uh, all right. So, anyways, we were talking about the exorcisms are bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or that they're uh, on the rise, been and yeah. people are concerned well, you, you because. Did, did I ever tell you? Uh, I can't remember how old I was, but I was in a mode. I had this thing early on in ministry where I was like, I'm going to help anyone and everyone that God puts in my path, like even if they're not in my path, if I see them. So I stopped for every single person that had a broke down car. No matter what. Didn't matter to me what time of night it was. Didn't matter. So I stopped and picked everybody up. One time I was driving uh, home. I live pretty far out in the country. This was years ago, so it felt much further out in the country. Large march. Almost. (laughs) Close. Almost when I got to uh, my street, which was miles away, there's a woman walking by herself in the country, middle of nowhere. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. So I rolled down the window. I said, do you need any help? She said, yeah, I'm just trying to get back home. I live in Clovis. And she was very sweet. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'll give you a ride. And I, I knew full well I got to turn around drive all the way back. So she gets in the car. Uh, we're driving back. Small talk. How are you? Good. How are you? You know, blah, blah, What's going on? She's like, oh, and I'm trying to just be nice and start to get to, like, what are you doing out here? Why are you out here? And she goes, oh, you know, I just I, I left my house. Then I just started walking. And I got out here. And I was like, that doesn't add up. And I said, what? Like, First of all, and she kept saying, like, I just live in downtown Clovis. She, that was it. Most people will give you their address, I have learned. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're driving, we're driving. I keep asking questions. And I said something about, like, oh, you know, like, do you go to church anywhere or anything like that? Or, you know, I'm driving, we're facing forward. She turns and looks out the passenger side window. And I remember, because when I looked, I could see her reflection in the glass in the car. 
She turned and goes, and started in the deepest voice ever and starts <laughs> and saying like, these weird things. I did. I was like, oh, and I go, so where do you live? <laughs> and so, and then she just stopped and she turns back to me and I said, so, you know, in the Jesus name stuff. And, um, she led me to her house cause she couldn't, she couldn't remember her address. And so we finally got there. It was a mental institution that she had escaped from. She literally just walked out the door, wow. and she went from downtown Clovis to Herndon and uh, uh, McCall, to give oh you an idea. She walked gosh. that whole way. It's like six miles, seven miles. And so when I dropped her off, it was so funny, because I'm like, number one, you guys got to work on security. Number two, I, I remember thinking, like, I don't know. Which is that a is spiritual that? thing? Which is that, that? And I don't yeah. know because I dropped her off, and that was it. And she she stopped immediately when I said in Jesus' name, mm-hmm. uh, it was done. But she didn't freak out more. You know, and right. I'm, that's what had happened right. in the past, is yeah. or what I've seen since is uh, right. you know they lose the their resisting minds. of the, yeah. yeah. And I I've, I literally could we could tell tons of stories where it's little physical evidence with multiple people. And uh, over yeah. the years, I started realizing I would always draw people's attention to it because I'm always like, because I'm like, I'm not trying to sell you on anything. So it'd be like, I what agree. do you think of this yeah. happening right now? What do, what what would you say this is? Because I'm right. always like pointing to that. But again, I think in those scenarios, um, I still would lean towards for people. I'm like, I think that the more we're saying like, hey, this could be one or two things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I don't know. And I, I'm feeling the Holy Spirit leading me in one direction. I was... Across, I was outside of my uh, gym when we lived in L.A., and there's the same homeless guy who would walk around all the time and just berate people and want to fight them. There's a good chilling homeless people where we lived on the west side. And this guy, and there was this dude who was just, he'd just be screaming at people, and if you tried to talk to me, he'd scream more and get super violent and all that stuff, and he'd walk around. So I'd see him. He was there. Uh, I went to the gym. He was on the other side of the street. When I came out, he's, he's on my side of the street this time. And now when I walks up, now I get a different feeling in my belly. I'm like, oh, this is, this is demonic. And so he walks over and he starts shouting at, at he's about, he did one of these, he did like a, like about to shout at me. And I looked at him because obviously from my spiritual realm, I just say, I said, you don't want any of this. I know who you are. And you're just going to want to walk away because I will do this right here. And so all of a sudden he goes, and then he walks away. Now, was he afraid I was going to kick his ass? Right. Or was there a demon inside this guy? Right. Yeah. Right. And I've seen a million people was confront a, him. Was there a taller, bigger guy behind right. you? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like that same story with Ryan where I'm like, someone would say, like, right. that's not like evidence. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. someone would say he was scared of you or something sure. like that. Right. And like, that's why I'm like, I don't think it's this, I think it's a compelling community story where you know someone's going through something, someone prayed for them, they say something left them and they're a completely different person. I think so that's I like the idea. Here, here's a, an honest thought. I like the idea of, hey, we're going to uh, pursue all of the avenues that we have at our disposal, mental health, doctors, medication. Um, do you think we ever err on the side of, let's call it caution, um, and wait so long to even dive into the spiritual realm stuff? Isn't that the Holy Spirit part of it, right? I don't think, okay. I, don't think I wait long. I think it's... You do it at the moment or in the, in the process of it. I'm just praying about it and just, just trying to be open, you know? So that's the, 
Okay, so that's that's the advice that that we would give then. Yeah, I'm trying to get to I'm trying to get to something practical for people watching, because here's what I I forget. When I was first introduced to this stuff, it was scary. Yeah. Terrifying. I forget that this is still scary. Because honestly, greater is he that lives in me than he that lives in the world. You start to realize these things pretty quickly, and you realize that, like, and, and again, it's, you know, a bigger guy. It's easier for me. I'm not, I'm not real worried mm-hmm. that you're going to. But then there's this real thing, because we don't know the reality of what if this, and this is not real, uh, and I do think this is against good theology, but you'll hear things like, well, because I played that violent video game or watched that movie, a demon attached itself to me. I may not be possessed as a Christian, but I can be opening the door. Right. Right. And, and I think there's fear in that for people because then let's say they, they get a weird feeling. Yeah. They go home. Do they bring that home? What, how do they even stop that? Mm. They pray, but are they using the right words? Like yeah. there's questions that I think people have, and I'm afraid that we, I don't want to normalize it, but at the same time, I don't want to sensationalize it either. So I'm right. like, and I also don't want to be like, there's nothing to that either. Like I used oh, to be no, like, no, there's, I, used there's to be some like real stuff. I started off as like all bad stuff immediately brings demons in your life. Every then day. I went to no bad stuff brings uh-huh. demons in your life. Then I'm like, some I don't stuff. know. Yeah, there might be. I'm not really sure, but because every person, every moment, the who made that their intent. Yeah. You know, for all I know, somebody's sure. chanting over the creation sure. of this video game, yeah. and I don't. You know, they're calling on the devil to make yeah. it famous. I'm like, I do think there is this Holy Spirit discernment. We walk into a place which we do, and we say like, Hey, are we sent? anything together yeah. and then the reality is the fix isn't harmful right if, if it works right. or not it won't be no, harmful a couple of years ago yeah. we just we just prayed yeah praying in Jesus' name yeah. I've given you authority is, is to trample good. on snakes yeah. and scorpions and overcome the power of the enemy you know I, harm you. I still we have, have authority yeah. I still have a little bit of uh, uh, what the oh my gosh I'm drawing a blank uh, starts with a P and it's uh, when you think there's a connection between things like a spiritual penis? and yeah. we're not editing. Well, I, don't wanna, <laughs> I don't have to edit this. Uh, but I don't do. want Josh to have to edit this. So, uh, <laughs> the what the heck am I saying? We, we don't, don't. We don't know. know. Pterodactyl starts with a P. Oh, thanks. pterodactyl. No oh, psychosis. Good. Pterodactyl. Um, Pneumonia. <laughs> no. Like during Halloween, I'm afraid that a black cat's going to walk in front of me or I won't go under. Oh. Superstition. 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 That's not a P word. The P. You guys didn't know that? Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's super. Pseudo. Superstition. It's superstition. No, the P is silent. Uh, it's pseudo. Uh, I still have some superstition. Uh, <laughs> a pseudo. In that I, I, I won't watch horror movies. Hmm. And it's okay. really because I don't like them. But truthfully, I'm like, there's a darkness there that I'm actually uncomfortable with. It, and it's this weird, like, I don't want to open the door knowing full well, like, I'm fine. But I really do have this thing where I'm like, I don't even necessarily think it's true. If you watch a horror movie, I don't care. Yeah, sure. And I don't think there's a demon jump. Yeah. I don't think there's a demon that's going to jump on me or anything. But I'm like, you know what? There's and maybe it's that I just know myself well, yeah. and I'm like I don't want to open the door to I'm, gross. I'm stuff. open, you guys. I'm opening up the door. You guys, please do me a favor and destroy this theological belief I have. Like, like mess it up. Like I want you to do your best. I'm I like opening. It. Well, we've I done like that it. with most uh, of your beliefs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, literally, the idea of death is evil and it's from Satan because man did not die until Satan introduces this temptation in the world. So okay. man sins and stuff mm-hmm. like that. 
And so my thought is, my theological thought is, is that literally there are more things that are connected to the devil because death itself is literally connected to the origin of the devil. And so I think like things like sickness, right, which causes death, anything that kind of leads to death, can you attach that there is some sort of evil connected to anything that leads to death? Right, so even like watching a movie which celebrates death, can we attach that? And I'm I'm just asking. Sure. Can we attach that saying like, well, we're watching, enjoying something that is not from God, was not part of the original design, was introduced by Satan with sin. Okay. What do you guys think? I think so. I think the in the broader scope of like, if I'm not pursuing God at all in my life, then I think that makes you susceptible to anything. You know, anything of that and the evil. Uh, supernatural forces. I think I personally don't believe that I've I have had any effect um, from watching horror movies or anything like that. But and I also know it's not like I don't. It's this the there is a lack of safety feeling because it's a scary movie. Like you get the natural response of jump scares and stuff. But in regards to the attachment of you know, I'll, I'll even see like uh, scary videos on social media. Yeah. People will comment like, well, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke this video and it's not going to, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Well, that's that's hilarious. A video. And it's like, and maybe by the way, I think it's going to go through the, like, by the way, I love horror movies. Your, your I, wifi? I, I do horror too. Amazing. So I do, but it's also, I think there have been times in my life that I, I there are, that were darker seasons. And I recognize it was because I wasn't pursuing God in, in any way length of that. And I, I have been in the last So I want to poke at this a bunch. Yeah. You think that because, right. <laughs> do you think that because you are, uh, walking with God, let's say having a quiet time, reading the Bible yeah. involved in church, um, that you can then open the door with, for all this other stuff. No, I think what I'm saying is that is that an armor. The intentions of, God? of my there is, is armor. What? It is, is the armor. Is that the armor of God? There's Romans, on? the armor of God. Uh, but I don't think I'm. Ephesians. But I'm not doing these things with the intention of opening that door. Does that make sense? So it does, and I do think intent plays right. a big role. Yeah. I think if you sure. have a if if you're seeking something, right? Yeah. But I also think, and again, we're talking through this. I'm going to say that a million times. Yeah. No, we no, we're literally giving closing yeah. concepts yeah. here. I am intrigued by the thought that uh, this analogy might fall apart, but I'm a soldier. I put on my armor and I'm like, all right, we're going to battle. And while I'm going to battle, I'm like playing hopscotch with landmines as opposed to like, no, steer clear of things that could be evil. Sure. Uh, what does scripture say? Uh, have no appearance of evil. Like, no. I, I'm going to do my best to steer as far away from these things that might. Then we get into legalism and the other side. Well, of that's so the, the hard part is, like, if you watch action movies, like, watching people exactly. be shot. Exactly. So it may not be horror. Like, yeah. oh, no, they're murdering with knives. They're just shooting people's faces off. This yeah. is fine. Well, and it's a bad guy getting killed. So that's right. Oh, Not the good. bad guy doing yeah, the yeah, killing. Yeah, right. exactly. uh, that sounds like pooperstition to me. It mm. might be. Uh, but I do like the, the, it's such an interesting concept, the celebration. Because I think that's, when you said celebration, that's what I was going to say the whole time. Death itself might be a result of the fall. Um, but it is a part of our world now. Yeah, does that make everything innately that leads to, like, when someone's so, like, cancer's from the devil. I'm like, yes, 
but then also like old, the Bible describes old, old like natural evil, then, right? Like, right. right. It's a, well, no, that's exactly be. right. Well, it's, it's like it's a broad stroke. It's not inaccurate to say that. Well, says, but when is, is Satan actively involved? Uh-huh. Right. He is the Lord this of this, the Lord of this the realm. Of the world. So it's like when is his like hand on this, or what the, we talk about natural evil, or now the world that we live in that basically has death in it. Right. Yeah. What's that, or what's Satan actually being like with demons? He's coming to steal, kill, and destroy with right. on right. mission. Or does he even need to because that he won that You're gonna die anyway. in the beginning, right. then it's like, so now he's, he's brought death into the world. My, my problem is, again, when we're celebrating it. Right. So, uh, and again, I think it's I think it's different when it's someone dies versus someone else is evilly murdering another person. Well, I think not just the. I mean, I, I agree with the death concept. I think it's because of it being the ruler, the lord of this realm. I think it's even more opening the door in regards to pride and fear. And I think that's, you know, not just like the scary, dark things or things that are like harmful physically, but if I'm, you know, stomping on everyone's toes to get this this, this head of this career and uh, sure. I want to be this, yeah. this, this maniacal rule of this company and have all the money I can, all the resources and the power, I think that's opening the door just as much as, you know... Uh, I'm not going to church. I'm not in community. I'm watching these horror movies. I'm also seeking these, uh, you know, uh, I'm looking into the dark spirits or I'm playing with Ouija boards, stuff like that. I think it's the same thing. I think we might be looking at it so like locally and logically like, well, if you're watching an evil movie, you're inviting evil spirits. I'm like, yeah, but you're also, you know, you're gambling every weekend, right. hoping to, oh, to make millions down. of dollars. Uh, like the why, you know, or if you're watching Harry Potter, does that mean you are also like, oh, in violation witchcraft. Of, of doing witchcraft? Right. It's like these lines are very interesting Yeah. because the reality is Jesus told parables and people told stories and there were things. This is all falling. I mean, we walked into the entertainment realm, but it's literally the storytelling of our world. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's not the same. You may not like it. You may think it has some attachments to things that are dark, but it is not the same as enacting those. I, oh my gosh. No. I you think know. in the, in the idea of like, it might be the, armor of God, but also there's this, I don't know if the term is right, but like a spiritual naivety, right? Like, oh, I'm just walking into this with no idea there could be an evil, you know, it could be a right. source of evil. Sure. Where and the reality is like, if I know that all things in this world, worldly desires, um, in, in whatever regard, harm for others or, uh, or pleasure for myself that is of this realm, uh, that's not of God necessarily, I think, yeah, that can open the door to it. But if you, if I'm in the Word and I'm praying to the Lord and I'm I'm having this you know contemplative times of silence with Him and doing what I can to seek Him, I think when I'm in the situation, at least I'm not I don't like the term, but spiritually naive. I'm not. Well, and there's also this element of the stuff we're talking about here is why wouldn't we just stick to what the Bible explicitly states as sin? Like if you're worried about like well, literally agree, inviting Satan. For, so this is what I'm thinking though, because I I would agree. I think there's that that. The clear lines. There, there's some very clear stuff. Yeah. Um, the Ten Commandments are a great starting point. Then I go, uh, shouldn't we as Christians, and we can pick this apart, shouldn't mm-hmm. we as Christians try and set ourselves up to be as, quote unquote, holy, set apart as possible in terms of 
I'm going to try my best to stay as close to God as possible and as far away from the world, the, the evil part, sure. uh, as possible. Shouldn't I... I mean, literally, it goes into little things like where I'm spending my time, how much time I'm spending on my phone, what specifically I'm looking at my phone, even on like something like an Instagram. Like, instead of scrolling, knowing full well that there's some stuff that I probably don't want to see on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, that to where, you know what, I'm just not going to do that. Shouldn't we as Christians, or where is that line for us? I do believe very strongly in different convictions for different people. I think that some people can do something that... Uh, is a sin for me because of where my heart's at. They're fine with doing it because no, I know that. Right. Some shouldn't people can I, drink a beer and some people yeah. become alcoholic. Shouldn't I, as a mature Christian, say, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm knowing myself. I'm gonna do the best by me. Not telling anyone else to do it. Yeah. Not. Not. You know, has nothing to do with anybody else. Of I know myself. So I am going to set up all this stuff in my life to say, you know what? I just drew a line for me. I, I'm not gonna watch horror movies because I they're not they don't I don't feel good afterwards. Sure. I'm not gonna right. scroll this social media. I'm not gonna. And shouldn't we or should we be more? Well, I got the full armor of God on. Let's go have a ball. Well, where then, should we sit on those that two line? Sides? And then which part of that line brings in demonic activity? Right. So right. go bring it back. Like so, well, okay. when if you're crossing that line. What part of it actually engages in with the devil, right? Okay. Like actually, what moves in? Because we could, we've talked before about the idea of you know people have different lines. Like if we go through horror movies to fight porn on Reddit to action movies to Harry Potter to Star Wars, all, all that right. stuff. We've been through all that, like that stuff. Yeah. Part of it's the conviction of the Holy Spirit, the Bible, sure. all that. And then I'd say, and at what point? Is the devil actually involved? Like if we're talking about demonic possession, at what point are we inviting the devil into our life? We're in a small group. Uh, We're in a a Holy Smoke Bible study. And one guy's like, that's how you bring the devil into your house. We heard two guys yell that out in the group (laughs) not that long ago. He's like, you watched that movie. That's how you bring the devil in your house. That was by watching a syndicated TV show. Right. So it wasn't like some. Walking Dead. That's how you bring the devil in your house. I think it's an individual line. I don't think there's a, there can be broad strokes in regards. No, no, but here's what I'm saying. So do it on an individual level. Sure. Like not even like a broad, here's what everyone should do. Right. But how should it be for you? Mm -hmm. How should it be for, for you as an individual? Am I drawing those lines? It's funny when you were saying that, I was like, and this is what's tough. I'm, I'm working through this in my head. Isn't everything opening the door? And, not, and I don't want to make it sound like to the devil, but I'm like opening the door <laughs> to, to sin. This world, to sin, yeah. Like, there's I, no one free from Knowing it. I'm causing myself to stumble, not even my brother. Right. Um, where is that line? And again, I don't think. So I have had this personal belief for a long time. I just listened to a super long podcast with a guy that made me intrigued a little bit more and wanting to kind of dive a little bit deeper, but I do not believe a Christian can be possessed. That, I just don't think so. I think the Christian has the Holy Spirit living I think inside of him. Logically, it'd be tough to to believe that. Yeah, right. there are people who do. Yeah, and I was kind of surprised. I don't know why. I thought that was just a given thing. It's also um, like people getting saved like nine times in that same group, all times. Like yeah. you're absolutely it's the right. Same same people. Um, and so with that, but I I have always said again, this is cliches. I didn't make this up. Other people have said it. 
but a Christian could be oppressed, as in yeah. an evil could be around them. Right. If yeah. you're if you're well, literally spending your time calling Satan into your life, just that, go make it that obvious. Like every night, and you're like, yeah, I think I well, think he's an invite. Or, or on the flip side, if you're seeking and calling the Lord into your life, I think in the matters of spiritual warfare, and again, just talking through this in my mind. We're saying that, you know, the conversation is can the, the supernatural affect the physical. I don't think if it doesn't have to obey physical, it doesn't, it doesn't, definitely doesn't have to obey our logic. So if okay. it's not going to, it doesn't necessarily always mean that if I'm, I'm seeking the Lord, that I'm going to be perfectly safe. I have the armor of God. Uh, my, my soul is, is clean. I'm not free from sin, but yeah. I'm constantly repenting. I'm doing whatever I can, right? Trying to be the perfect Christian. So, and... But I think also in the analogy of spiritual warfare, the strongest soldiers are attacked. Like if you think of chess, yeah. you and think Satan you, you attack the Jesus. main... Satan tempted Jesus. He was perfect. Right. I don't think there's a perfect version to avoid Satan. Right. Like oh, you, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think it's that, should we do our best? And then what does that even mean and look like doing our best? Because even to, Paul would say is like that's sin for you and not for me. You know, he exactly. literally says like right. he's like should I should I you're the one with the weaker conscience in this area. Yeah. It has to be a personal Holy Spirit line, yeah. right? Which is why I think outside of the objective Bible says yeah. it's sin. I so think most things in Scripture point to uh, hey, stay in your own lane, yeah. like mm-hmm. deal with the plank in your own eye, yeah. Yeah. take care of yourself long before if you ever get to. Worrying about and and monitoring other people's lives. I don't sure. think that's our role. I think you can argue that you get to that place as a pastor or clergy, where it's like I am invited into other people's lives. But right. but, but they even have on that to line, invite us in. Exa- they absolutely do by relational, yeah, yeah. just like a vampire. And I think most yeah. people have a good. Most people have self awareness enough. To, to be taking some sort of inventory of their life in some way or another. They, people, Do you think people, and, I think a lot of people, they don't know everything, but a lot of people, when they get saved, they have three or four things they think, I'm going to stop doing this. Right. Like yeah. it, it, or it's I'm been bothering it. them for a while. Right. They know they've been sinning in this area. And other times it's learned. You don't even realize. Uh-huh. A lot of times that. that's yeah. the thing that drives you know? them to the, the knowledge oh, of the need of salvation. It's yeah. one of those things that's like, this has gotten bad and now I need I to. Think, sure. I think seeking so, God and entering, going to church and going, and sorry, um, when you are wanting to live life as a Christian and saying, claiming, you know, Lord is my savior of my life. I believe he resurrected. And then there's the now what there's the more. And in that, that process is a lot of, it's a lot of soul searching, man. And I, I think, and a lot of learned, like you're with other people where you're realizing like you, you might not have been taught that this was good. Right. Like sure. you don't even, you could literally yeah. be from a world where lying was the way to live and then finding out lying's bad. But, right. So there's some of that too. Like, Oh, I, I didn't even know. Well, yeah. And I think all of those, I want to say that those are all kind of given and normal. I wonder what, how much we should be aware and attentive of you had said like not giving the devil a foothold. Yeah. That type of a thing. But like you had said, uh, yeah, I think it's normal. Like if you're a Christian and I do think you're right. in that once you invite the Holy spirit to indwell within you, that the Holy spirit does lead and guide the the veil is lifted. So I think part of that is outward and inward. Yes. I then wonder though, and again, this is just from being a pastor for years and mm. working with hundreds and thousands of people. Yeah. Of, I've worked with four. I, right. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I, I don't know if that many people are really putting in the work, if you will, mm. um, like the live up to that which you have already attained. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I actually think 
again, you're saved. You're going to heaven. Right. So if they're not doing that, what's the implication of what you're saying? So they're, say they're not. So, so you're right. So it's what's on the line, what's and that? that's where I go back to the abundant life. And yeah, it's not salvation. More people, more people meeting Christ through you. What about and you the being negative? Impact? What's the negative on the other side of that? I, so that's the positive that you're you're risking the positive. What's the negative you're risking? Yeah, I, I wonder if the the this, the, this, the negative is risking the positive. Hmm. Because oh, I'm trying hmm. to think through. Well, that. like the like the uh, I think it was you that said that. No, it's Dennis Prager that says it. Ah, got there. Uh, the 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 uh, punishment for not recognizing the Sabbath right is not having a Sabbath. Yeah. yeah. And so I think a lot of times that well, the, and we also know there's more consequences than that. But yes, well, sure. But the, yeah, but the, I wonder. He he. His whole point, which I do love, is that the every other sin. Of the Ten Commandments has, uh, a, has a, a legit consequence, right. except for the Sabbath, and the Sabbath is the only one that doesn't seem to carry over into the New the Testament, that use. and that Jesus doesn't refer to it. It's the only one that Jesus doesn't refer to. It's the only one that doesn't right. rise up again, and he says that the consequence for him is that he doesn't get one. Mm. And I'm like, I, it was a really neat, great, it's yeah. a way that great concept. It. Yeah. So is that is it that same concept? Is it the is it with the abundant life? It is because they, like you said, like interesting. I don't, I don't a, think I never people are, are people are doing a great job at. Man, there are days that I don't feel like I'm doing a great job at taking inventory and and making all of the adjustments that I know that I need to make. And sure. is the is the sacrifice that I'm making in that? is a different level of abundance life that God wants to take me into. Well, and even with you guys, because I'm trying to get that, like the, what is the, I was just going to say, you're still saying like, it's still, but maybe this goes in what you guys are saying is the Bible says, keep in step with the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. The idea the other consequences for the other sins aren't even an issue when you're actually keeping in step with God. Mm. Like meaning the idea of murder and the consequence of murder isn't happening because you're going after the abundant life. So the route that you're actually walking negates all the other ones that have the consequences. Adultery, murder, stuff like that. So you're it's like not living life in avoidance, but living life in pursuance of this. Right. So that's where okay. that's how you actually end up minusing those other things out of your life. Right. I heard a long, long Including time ago the devil. That, yeah. yeah. In, including I, the devil. I, mean, kind of I heard a long this. time ago that if we would focus on doing what the Bible says yeah. to do, we would not have to worry about what the Bible says not Don't to do. do. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. You you had mentioned like does that open I the just door? Wanted somebody to say it like in a like not a nice clean way. The Bible says to do you won't do what the Bible says isn't really good for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you had mentioned oppression. Like does that open? You had asked does does that open the door for oppression? And and I guess for me, I I have the same personal rule that Ryan does. I don't watch wash. Uh, I don't wash. wash. I don't wash. I don't watch horror movies because for me, I don't want to open the door to the spirit of fear, right? I don't want to, I don't want to, and that's for me. And I don't care that you guys like, it's that sure. sort of thing. Yeah. That's my line for me. Yeah. Because I feel like for me in the past, historically, it has opened the door for a spirit of fear. That I spirit of fear, would that be oppressive? Yeah. Would that be an oppression? Possibly. That's the other that's the thing you were asking people say, we're talking about like, they're possessed by a demon or oppressed by a demon. And they're talking about like, I saw something, something levitated, lights go on and off, or I felt someone hold me down. As opposed to someone else would say is like, oh no, I'm having a, I'm being oppressed because I'm afraid. Mm. Like I'm, I'm a, or I'm feeling depressed. So I'm right. intrigued that you or, said that. I wonder, do, is there a difference between the spirit of fear and being afraid? I, I would, I would, well, what do you guys think? I have thoughts. Uh, I think they're, it's like a, (laughs) 
one's an external source, right? And one is something that I'm currently experiencing. Mm. And one can cause the other. You know, I think if they, I think they can cause each other. Like yeah. One can invite the spirit of fear. If I go, I'm afraid, and you don't talk about it. I'm afraid I don't pray about it. I'm afraid I don't read the Bible. I don't um, seek anything else. I just live in that. I settle in that. I don't uh, seek the light in that darkness. Mm. I think that can that it makes you susceptible to that. Um, the spirit of fear, I think, can overcome you um, in situations that may not that you might have a solid um, mental stability. You might have the armor of God that you've, you know, you're reading the word. And then at some point you just get overwhelmed with the spirit of fear. I do think that can happen. Is it, is it the, is the difference, the difference between a fearful moment and living in fear? Is that, is that the difference between being afraid and having a spirit of fear? Maybe. I, I, I actually do wonder I don't know. I don't know where it started because I, I again rolling in a bunch of the, the kind of weirder circles that I was a part of. A, I feel like there was everything was the spirit of fill in the blank. Hundred percent. Everything. Right. We grew up the same. It wasn't. It wasn't like, dude, that dude's greedy. Mm-hmm. It was that that man has a spirit, spirit of, of greed, greed upon mm-hmm. him, he and has I'm like, the spirit of mismatched socks. Yeah. What's funny, and I don't know. That's a good spirit. I don't know if that's right or wrong. That might be totally accurate, and it it might be a demonic spirit of greed. whether it is or not. It's it's not a big deal. I think if you're, I I I think if I'm living my life insane. What I call oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. the spirit yeah. of of um, of benevolence or generosity, or what did you say? Like that guy mm. is just loving. You know, like I don't think there's a difference. I think it's semantics at that point. Yeah. I think. Well, and and is there a difference between an act and somebody that lives their life in pursuit of? Yeah, I actually mm. do think that's funny. I think that's the when there's the three different lists of sins in uh, scripture. It's. I think all of them actually make a pretty clear point to say it's those that have given themselves over to this. It's those that are living in this. Yeah. It's not It's not that you stole something once. It's that you are a thief. Like, right. that. it's a very different... Once you've given yourself over to that sin, that's what can really ruin your it life. It now controls okay. you. Well, that, yeah. And that so, brings us back to the repentance idea. Like, you haven't truly repented. Well... Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Nickel's worth of research here. I was curious about the more, the phrase "spirit of fear," That's which funny. is from Second Timothy. I was going to ask Josh to look it up. So, just because curious, the, is it only one verse that you found? Uh, yeah, that's the one, the main one that came up. That God say? has not given us a spirit of fear that's or timidity, right. but of power, power love, and a sound mind. The mm. word there for spirit is pneuma, it is. which is the spirit, yeah. the spirit made new in us. Yeah. And so, to associate that with the demonic would be a reach. Right to say that we have a spirit. I'm glad of you did that. I was totally going to ask Josh to do it because I'm like, did we come up with all those terms? The spirit of this, the spirit of that. Well, why would he say did we that? do that? Why, well, he said he doesn't give us the new spirit. He gives no. He says no. Numa is, is the the Greek for spirit. Right. So right. I'll go on the blue letter. But it also um, means breath. It also means right. like the spirit within you. Yeah. yeah. He's talking about the in the in the pneuma in the. In the New Testament, often associated with what the Spirit made new in us, right? right? The thing that's been made new. The born again Spirit. Yeah. So I'll read it just the verse before. So and it says this. Um, oh, it's actually giving me just the but, very specific. Uh, so here we go. I'll read it. Really dumb. Uh, okay. 
So this way says, for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, right? So we were talking about this idea, which is in, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, nor does not give us a spirit of fear. That's another translation, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Uh, and then so, it goes I mean, on that, to say, so you're saying that so so that, do not that, be ashamed of the testimony. About that our Lord. ties into what you said that a Christian, someone who's claimed who is uh, pursuing the Lord, he's placed his hand, as he said, with the through my hands, that you now have this new spirit of life and no, not to timidity or fear. So you're saying that that same thing that He's if you aren't what's occurred if you and aren't I, a Christian yeah then you can well and that's what I feel like what we've done and we do this all the time we read something like that and we create a doctrine of spiritual warfare that Paul never wrote in. He wasn't saying that. He wasn't trying to tell you, look, there's all these spirits. One of them is the spirit of fear. The spirit of fear can enter you and make you fearful and and screw up your whole life. Those are semantics where he's going, hey, look, God created you anew. I laid my hands on you and prayed over you. God gave you the spirit of life, not a spirit of fear. And we're like, see, there's a spirit of fear. He's like, nope, not what I said. You're missing the point. And I feel like we do that very often. And that's, it feels like that example of one time that verbiage and in the Greek doesn't even seem like it's actually there for him to say spirit of fear in that way. But even if someone, if someone did have that in their vocabulary, like, yeah, man, I just feel like I got the spirit of fear on me. I can't get out of it. Go, okay. Pursue God. And so, and I would, you're right. I do think the the best thing, even more so than an exorcism, let's right. say, would be the pursuit of the good. Right. I, don't, you don't even have to run away from the yeah. bad yet. Like just just stop, pursue just, the good because the bad falls away. And I think for me, using the term, the spirit of fear, I think that's semantics as well. I think I for me, what I mean is like, to, it's a way that I can articulate it that makes sense to me, even though it may not make sense to others. What I mean is there's this looming, overwhelming Sure. Yeah. Anxiety, paranoia, feeling of fear Um, that isn't just related to walking into a dark room. It literally permeates everything that I. Yeah, it's palpable. I do. I just wonder if part of our responsibility as not only Christians but as also uh, men of the cloth Hmm. um, Mm -hmm. that if we should work. On our semantics, also okay, is that, and I'm not saying saying spirit of fear is not make you a bad person or bad. It's just like I, I was a bad, bad like person. Tony, yeah, exactly. like for Tony Evans' power of the tongue. Yeah, talk. yeah, yeah. I just think there is something very unique about when we talk to someone. Our words carry power as well. I this has nothing to do with you guys, by the way. I'm just I'm thinking through this on my own. I don't want to give somebody. Okay, well we can just leave. Right. <laughs> I don't want to give somebody the the ammo or the the fear themselves to be like there's a spirit of fear on you like, as I, opposed I get what you're to saying. let me give you one more verse just yeah. so you yeah, no, no, so can it. see it's twice it. there's oh. the other time it says for you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry Abba Father, again, this, the Holy is talking he's about, talking about? this is talking about what you've already received. Agreed. He's describing how Agreed. the Holy Spirit works. So just going back to, again, is they're talking about something that you can get post-salvation. Both these references are referring to what you already have. And it feels more and like... clarifying the, what it is. It feels more like the turn of a phrase for him to even be bringing up the spirit of slavery. Mm-hmm, right. I don't think he's saying I, that there is a demon of slavery. No, no. no. I think it's the same thing. But it's we that, do that. And I'm afraid that we do that so often that it's like... Like, 
No, no, no. What, what Paul's doing is, is turning a phrase of saying, like, no, we have this great Clarifying what the Holy Spirit sure. actually is. Yeah. He's I saying this is same, who he is. That's the really same good. thing. You don't have this overwhelming sense of slavery anymore. You don't have this overwhelming sense of fear anymore. You don't yeah. have this You have been freed. Yeah. You've been the spirit in literally you, what he's saying. The spirit in you is not enslaving you. The spirit in you the spirit in you is not making you afraid. Right. It's claiming. So now, and it's that living up to what I've already attained and what I choose to do in that freedom. Yeah. So the... Well, that's good. The, because then that then we would drive towards the good right. and naturally steer away so from the, the bad. For me personally and Which, with a lot of people in my life that are like recovery wise, there's this idea of when we were talking about spirit of fear that was rolling around in my head was what was a more fearful time for me? Was it in the midst of my addiction and alcoholism or was it getting sober? And I promise you it was getting sober. Yeah. I was more terrified in that change in my life. But that that brought me to a place where I was ready and, uh, and, and I was, my spirit was made new. Yeah. And in that there is a lot of works. There is going to meetings, working my steps, doing an inventory, being on that. They, they say rigorous honesty with myself and with others and having someone to walk you through that. Who's been there. Just like we have the, that's that necessary concept is having the big brother, the sponsor, the big sister, same thing with, with, with church with the community that we need to walk us through it. You want to be with people who challenge you. You want to be with people who have pursued the Lord uh, longer and, and more steadfastness than you. I don't want, I don't want to just hang out with someone who's just a new Christian all the time. I don't want them teaching me the Bible. You want someone who's, who has been setting themselves apart. And I think part of that is it, it really does come down to yes, my choice and the, my, my, my spirit, my choice. My spirit. Well, I didn't know how to make it good. I only know how to yeah. make it bad. Um, <laughs> but all of that, all the, the, the manifestations of it, the fear, the pride, the anger, the drinking, the using, the cheating, the lying, the stealing, all was manifesting. And they, I'm, from what I've learned is a spiritual malady. It's a lacking of a yeah, higher power. For sure. That's all it comes down to. And that's yeah. what it, it all renders down is I need a higher power in my life. Mm-hmm. And from there, whether they accept it's the Jesus Christ, their savior or not from there is the, all this abundance and freedom. And it's like, well, I have the freedom to go hang out at a bar every night. Yeah. That's not going to be good for me. So right? let me, let me pull this back. By the way, what we're talking about is not, you know, you know, if you do not gratify the desires of the flesh, you know, you'll keep in step of the spirit and you won't do that. That's actually right. three times in the same part. We're talking about the spirit of slavery. That's all from right. Romans, in Romans eight. eight. Yeah. So it's all in the same. So we're all talking about stuff and that's right in that passage. Mm-hmm. So, at what point, if you're a believer who becomes an alcoholic or a drug addict, okay, so you don't have the spirit of the alcohol on you, alcoholism on no. you, but at what point do is any of that attributed to the devil actually trying to steal, kill, or destroy your life? Yeah, 100%. So yeah. what point is, like, did we say, like, is there is there demonic activity involved in a person in recovery or any person's life. I'm just yeah. using recovery because it's more obvious. And this is this is not to instill the spirit of fear uh, <laughs> or fear in any way. No. But the truth is the Bible tells us very clearly that the devil roams around like a prowling lion. Mm-hmm. Like, Looking for I, someone to devour. I actually think... Peter, he wants to sift you. Dude, right? I, like I think it's an interesting concept that it's like... The minute we think that like, you know what? I'm going to dabble in this. Uh, like, whatever it is. I actually think the devil's like, ooh, 
Like, mm-hmm. ooh, there's a, like, he perks up. I'm going to watch like, him and dab a little bit of Gilmore Girls. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get you um, in there nine seasons of that nonsense. <laughs> Just because I, I do, I believe there is a spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. I believe in the spiritual realm. I've said for years, and I still hold to it, I think the spiritual realm is more real than the physical because that's what's lasting. That's right. what goes on for eternity, whereas right. the physical doesn't. So I think there's this massive battle that goes on. There's so much verbiage in the Old and New Testament about spiritual warfare. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Yeah. yeah. Paul actually says That's that it's, it's one of the five, five, Paul says five different things in the New Testament. He says, Christians, do not be ignorant of these things. One is the devil's schemes. One is spiritual warfare. Like, I think two or three of the five are very spiritually based because he's like, dude, don't fool yourself to think because our isn't battle a thing. is not against flesh and blood, yeah. right? So he's letting you know, like you have to be aware of them because that's where the fight really that's is. That's where the yeah. fight's at. And I think I yes, think the fifth to answer your question, yes, I do. Yeah, uh, I think Israel, it's got to be a part of it. Israel, Israel's yeah. past. He went to them. Mm-hmm. He talks about Israel. I think you. Ah. I think you want to be aware. This is where this all comes back to. Is like we're talking about. Is it psych? Is it a psychosis? Is it uh, possession? I think you're like maybe. That's it, like to, to both and same thing. It's like, is your addiction part of something in, that's going on with you? That's psychological. Is it some hurt that you had that you're yeah. trying to cope with? Is it the devil getting involved? I uh, one of the shows that I worked on. Well, the question that we were posing all the time is, Chicken Egg, did the devil come here and make this happen, or did you do something did really something bad that drew the, the devil came. to come there? Yeah. And it really is. And by the way, I think both can happen. I don't think you're going to be able to answer that question. Yeah, that's always been my question with uh, working with the homeless population. It was always the question of, did you have a mental health disorder, and then it literally because of that? Because I mean, I. I work with people who I'm like, I don't even know who I'm talking to. You have 57 different personalities, half of which I think are demons. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. One is Floyd. Well, absolutely. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't be great if somebody's split personality, one was one of us. Oh, it would be. They just all of a sudden, like, they just all of a sudden it came on, they just impersonated us to a T. Yeah. That'd be amazing. They're like, hey, I look like a microwave Joe Pesci. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> that's what that's what one of them, the personalities. Honestly, <laughs> on the note of something that was said earlier was the someone having the more capacity to be like for good, like you know, a, a child who uh, okay. prophesied over yeah. someone's life. I think uh, for anyone watching or who's in recovery, I know for a fact because I've been there, I know for a fact that you might think, well, that means I might have more capacity for evil. Oh, because yeah. I have this, because yeah. we're taught the propensity this. to this, 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 this uh, disease, um, this direction and uh, towards uh, all the bad things in my life. I was raised in a horrible household or horrible situation, personality, addictive like personality. Say. And I go, yeah, you're right. But guess what? This is the way God made you. And this is something that I think this is one of the, one of the reasons I think that there should be more Christ in, in recovery uh, may, and within smaller groups, not in the meeting, but within recovery, uh, like smaller groups with your sponsor as your higher power is because you'll be taught and you'll, you'll find out that those have been forgiven much will love much. Yeah. And I've met some of the most loving people in recovery. Absolutely. And it, that's that's all that Jesus wants is they'll know you your faith by your love you know so it's that's don't think that you have this uh, higher propensity or uh, uh, capacity for evil or for darkness or a way that you're don't not deserving 
you, you are deserving. Uh, it just it reflects your capacity for love. I just want to. Say, I felt like I that's, a, that's great. That's a good Thank button you. up on I this. Love it. That's a good way to wrap it. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think that's beautiful. I uh, got time for one more thing before yeah, we uh, got a few minutes. Yeah, well, we could do. A, let's do a f- on that after that uh, very light conversation. Yeah, right. Um, okay, fun time. Would you rather Jurassic Park be real or Ghostbusters be real? Oh, isn't Ghostbusters real? Isn't we just? Discussed? I think we just talked about <laughs> Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters being real. Is yeah, but real? then you have like the ectoplasm, yeah. and you actually have the Ghostbusters again. Like, you I have think to we call. proved that it's real. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what is what's the, the the weapons they use in Ghostbusters? What do they call those? The the blasters. Yeah, the, what are those? I don't remember. I, I know you can't cross the streams. Can't cross the streams. I know that. Phrase. I know that. Yeah. Uh, I think Jurassic Park. Really? Yeah. Okay. How about Proton this? pack. Okay. Oh. What's scarier? Wouldn't Jurassic Park be scary? I don't want Jurassic Park to be real. I love Jurassic Park. That means v- raptors are out there. That means a pterodactyl can just... They are. Anyway. And by the way, you're you not up. keeping those pterodactyls on that freaking island. That's the no. stupidest concept in the In those cages? Yeah. No. Like yeah. birds, we find like a flyer over the ocean. You don't think pterodactyls they can They were in the away? giant cages. They tried. Yeah. But I mean, before, like, yeah, there's no way. I mean, At the end of one of them, the pterodactyls were flying away from the Here, island. That was, yeah. that was the first one. Here's the deal. Uh, we have sharks and a giant octopus. Those are real. No, those are giant. Why is there way? Why is there one giant octopus? Giant squid. Are you afraid? More afraid that sharks are out there, or that pterodactyls and T Rexes and raptors would be out there? What's be more scary? As long as you're on land, you're good from the sharks. There's tigers and lions. They're not real. Bears. I don't think it's a T Rex. I don't think a T Rex. We have. uh, Oh, let's see, uh, the fanged elephant. You know, we don't have a there's, thing, like, there, what? there's, there's no a video where these uh, these uh, we have fanged archaeologists frogs. we have fanged frogs. How about that? There's an archae the video of like archaeologists and and I don't know sonographers or whatever they're called. They tried to because of the like skeletal structure of stuff of T Rex bones of what they sound. They like. actually try yeah. to produce an accurate sound of T Rex. Yeah, cool. It's pretty cool. All right, let me see this. You know that <laughs> lions That's are scary, <laughs> right? We'll go with lions are scary. Sure. You can run across them in a safari, right? They still let them live in the wild where yeah. you could travel. Yeah, yeah. That means we're letting T-Rexes, raptors, yeah. and just like being like, oh, you want to go on a safari? Just so you know, we might run into a T-Rex. Question is, yes. like, if we go, yeah, like Jurassic Park is real everywhere? Would that mean? That's what I mean. There's got to be some in the wild. No, no, no. Naturally, I, I all think, this was forced. You think it's you think this is all desert? You think it's forest. contained to the island? Well, I think I think it would be if it was oh, if it was okay, just normal. I think it would be contained to certain areas and just like more like zoos. There were bobcats and mountain lions and all these things that were roaming so around. Just don't here. go in the ocean. We have displaced those different species. We've as as we've grown, they've been pushed out. I think that same exact thing would happen. Because my thought is, like, in the jungle, there's still, like, you know, there's panthers and cheetahs and scare stuff like that. But one of the ways that we push them out is by eliminating their food supply. And for dinosaurs, we would be a part of their food supply. Now, we're always going to be at the top of the food chain. Their brains are so small. They're so stupid. We got got machine guns. Have you ever seen, I forget the name of the channel. It blew up. It's a famous YouTube channel. It's massive. He does these animations in a, in a very... Yeah, oh, you've heard of it. Yeah. Uh, he does these really cool animations in a very stylized way, and he talks about... It's stuff from, like, what if we did colonize the moon? Like, what would that be? And he does this cool animation he talks yeah. to. It's very scientific. And he actually talks about how the, the, they have, the studies they've done on a bunch of the skeletal structures is they're like, you know what? We actually think the T-Rex may have been a much more docile family creature that lived in communities than, than this roaming predator by itself, you know, this lone predator. 
And so and he does that with a bunch of different animals. That some of the ones that we thought actually had hair and it was more like a cow than they were like a like a triceratops, more like a, like. And it's really fun, and I actually got to be—I I got to think, and I was like, "Wow, yeah, I don't know, maybe they're not as scary as we've made them." I still be scared. Love this guy, not you—the guy who's just like, yeah, you know yeah. what? Maybe T Rexes. Maybe they were worse. friendly. Yeah, their enormous size and gigantic teeth. When don't when you let have scare you. literally like the rules of like an ecology, if you're a larger. That's what I mean. Sharp That's teeth. what I mean. You're large you're and big teeth. I'm like, like, you're the apex no. predator. Look you're at, big. Go to the Chaffee Zoo. Go to go to the Chaffee Zoo sometime. There's the middle section of safari. Is there a T-Rex? Those, yeah, yeah. Have you not seen it? Yeah. Those creatures are massive. But they have blunt teeth, though. Like, like, like rhinos? Not all of them. Rhinos? Well, but a hippo has hip- blunt teeth. Yeah, like, and it's oh, one of the most deadly It's one of the most deadly mammals. But the only yeah, reason no, it's it dead- is the mo- more than the top five combined. But it kills they, more but people. The, it kills more people because deadly. people don't know they're there. Like people trying to cross the, the water. Yeah, yeah. That's why they end up killing yeah. more people. And, 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 I, and they attack people. They're, they're territorial for sure. Yeah. I don't think they're as... I don't know. I just love the thought of of these giant creatures. Friendly, I love it. You're a giant friendly creature. Yeah, that's what it yeah. is. But even if and their like, noise is more like this, like oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, sound like a little monkey. Oh, oh, yeah, but you can't he, play fetch with it. Yes, you can. People, well, no, you're you fine. Would, your neighbors would die. Well, I'm not going to keep it in my backyard. Oh. Okay, I can keep it in my backyard. <laughs> you could actually. I, could tell you, oh my God. I don't know. I think the. I think you look at like a. A uh, giraffe is this giant okay. creature. You ever look at like horses and giraffes? Yeah. And you go like, what is that? It's dude. Why? Especially if you thought of them, if you just found their, yeah. uh, like a giraffe skeleton, I'd be like, what oh, the frick is brontosaurus? this thing? I'd be like, brontosaurus. Did anybody yeah. die in Ghostbusters? Nope. Not a single one. No, I I disagree. I feel like there yeah, were buildings like that fell down and stuff. They had yeah. to yeah, They all got out safely. They- <laughs> They were fine. <laughs> they went A team with it. Nobody died. Yeah. They went Cobra. That's, they went GI Joe. Just Cobra always PG. gets out of the exploding plane. Just because it was PG. Uh, so. They're they're remaking another Ghostbusters. I heard. Oh, oh great! Because I liked the, the last one. one did so well. I liked it. Uh, you know what's funny is I wanted to. I, I was fine with it. It wasn't great. Okay, no. the last th- two. No, the last one, not the last two. The last one where they. Oh it, no, the last, last one with the kids. Yeah, you're talking about the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the only great part was the end. Yeah, the I, it took a long time to get there. Yeah. So, are you guys all picking? You'd rather Ghostbusters? Be oh no, 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 no! no. no. Okay, I was no. confused because I was like, I got so much pushback. I want a Stegosaurus, oh, man. Thank you. Okay, yeah. I'm already on record for saying that Ghostbusters is real, so it's got to okay. be correct. Jurassic Park. I like yeah. it. I like it. Awesome. I don't know. I just wanted to point out how scary that is. Oh. Yeah, I think it might be scary. The, those exist in the world. Terrifying. I like a little. Uh, yeah, All right. awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today on You Won't Hate It. I'm Josh. I'm Ryan. I'm Floyd. I'm Pooperstition. Pooperstition.